Welcome back to the Dave Gold Evolve Podcast, where industry leaders in the spiritual dating and business world help you truly evolve your life. Now welcome to your host, Dave Gold. Yo guys, quick break from the podcast to give a shout out to our two sponsors. First, go to Self Love Army on Facebook for a truly eye-opening experience. And then go to Real Life Vibes with a Z on Instagram or YouTube to awaken your subconscious mind. Now back to the episode. What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dave Gold Evolve podcast. Today on the show, we've got Yaoshlav Morgenstern very well known in Israel in the dating community. Um, I'm sure the guys that are not in Israel haven't heard of him before, but that's why I brought him on to highlight and spotlight, you know, this really interesting character who it looks like has a, uh, a amazing career ahead of himself. So thank you for coming on, Yaoshlav. Yeah, welcome, welcome. It, uh, it, uh, good to be invited here. And yeah, I'm very excited. Amazing. So you are not originally from Israel, is that right? Yeah, originally from Ukraine, and I live in Israel around uh, 16 years. Why did you go to Israel? So basically, uh, it was a decision, decision of my mother. She had a sister here, and uh, she wanted to be close to her sister. So that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, actually, I was very happy about this, because my cousin... He actually was here as well, so it was it was a good, good for him because uh, we, we had really close relationship. And that's pretty common, right? There's a lot of Ukrainians that move to Israel. There's a pretty big community there, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, what was that transition like, and and what's it been like living in Israel your most of uh, your life? So it was uh, in the beginning. It was a little bit of it was a little bit shocking because uh, uh, the school system very, very different. In Ukraine, the discipline is much more strict. You need to be dressed uh, like official costume and everything. And in Israel, it was just a T-shirt and everything was much more free uh, in terms of uh, discipline, in terms of behavior of the children. Uh, everything was different in terms of culture of like young kids. And uh, in the beginning, it was a little bit uh, shocking for me. But um, but I actually get used to it really fast and uh, and uh, like after a while I didn't uh, feel any difference and I never felt like me being from different culture actually creates certain obstacles for me to communicate and connect to to people with uh, for, which was born in Israel. So I never felt this uh, thing uh, with me. I know that there is a couple of there is a lot of uh, people like in newcomers newcomers to Israel. They felt this way. Like uh, if I'm from Russia or Ukraine, so I can connect only to Russian or Ukrainian people. I never felt like this and. Uh, for me, I, I think the major reason for this is because I always was open-minded. So that's why I always uh, wanted to connect more and I never felt certain boundaries uh, around it. So it was really a smooth transition for me. Mm-hmm. So when, when we talk about um, a home, do you feel more at home in Israel 
And, and what, is, what does home mean to you? So uh, for me, I actually have no, um, it's, it's different. Like uh, for me, both Israel and Ukraine feels like home because when I go to, when I go to Ukraine, I feel like it, it's the place I was born. It's like it's certain feeling you can't replace with, with nothing. So when I'm in Ukraine, I feel a certain way. It feels basically like maybe even more like home. But then I go to Israel and it feels like home as well because, you know, for, for example, when I'm in Tel Aviv, like I, I, I had so many memories and experiences in Tel Aviv. So when I'm in Tel Aviv, I feel, oh my God, this is like my home. It's like my second home. So for me, I, it feels like home. I think, I think I, I'm the person who can really connect to the sentence, home is where, you heard it, where your heart is. So for me, my heart is in Ukraine and in Israel. So it both feels like home. Cool. So I've got a similar story, right? I was born in the United States, but then I came to Israel and I lived there for six years. And then we met there in Tel Aviv this past summer during the mm -hmm. pandemic. Um, and, and I definitely feel the same way that at times my heart is in Tel Aviv. It's a really cool, open-minded city. Um, in non-pandemic times, there's great social life, lots of parties, and you've really gotten to max out Tel Aviv and what it has to offer. So you were saying that the culture is a little bit different in Ukraine compared to Israel. Um, and you happen to be this well-known dating coach. So what is the dating culture like in Israel and, and how did it, you know, how does it compare to Ukraine if you're aware of that? Okay. So when I was in Ukraine, I had no dating life. You know, I was a little kid and I actually started my dating life really, really late. One of the reasons I discovered pickup and I became a pickup coach, dating coach, it's because I didn't have a successful dating life before. So uh, for me, I have no, for me, like when I was in Ukraine, when I lived in Ukraine, I, I really didn't experience that. But then after I actually uh, already was in Israel, I started to hear that like my Israeli friends go to Ukraine and they say, oh my God, there is like amazing dating life in Ukraine. Like girls really open-minded, they're really cute, they're really nice to you, they treat you well and everything like this. And I'm like, oh my God, I never experienced that. Like, I feel like I missed something, you know? Uh, so, but actually for me, there is no problem because if I want, I always can go to Ukraine and experience that. But uh, after I discovered uh, all this uh, like dating community, dating world, for me, I had a good success with dating life in Israel as well. So I can describe it, I can describe it like in Israel, it might be hard at the beginning, especially if you have problems with confidence, with uh, communication, with uh, being able to express yourself. So if you're like a shy, introverted guy, maybe yes, in the beginning, it's going to be hard for you and it's going to be much easier for you in Ukraine, much, much easier. But, uh, but when you actually discover... Um, the let's say it's like the the formula of a dating life in israel of social life in israel it become really fun and it's actually for me maybe because of the weather maybe because of the people it's actually even more fun than in ukraine because it's different it's different because the weather like the in the tel aviv it's like all those cool apartments with the big balconies when you have a view to the sea and and the beach Everything like this, it, it's not something you it, it, it's not something you have in Ukraine. In Ukraine, it's different. So for me, it's really fun in Israel. But yes, in the beginning, especially if you're an introverted shy guy, it's going to be much easier for you in Ukraine, for sure. All right. So 
I also didn't have a lot of success in my dating life growing up and then moved to Israel. And it was like, whoa, the guys are really aggressive. Okay. The women are more assertive, a little bit more dominant, more masculine as well. And trying to have success in Tel Aviv when it came to getting dates and, and you know, escalation and things like that proved to be pretty frustrating at times. So you talked about the formula of success, okay, for a guy to go from being shy and introverted to being, you know, really good in, in, in his communication and having a better dating life. What's that look like in, in general terms? Okay, so there is like two directions of this. Once, or it's getting like more one-on-one on one dates and be actually be able to just have some communication with girls. And the second one, second direction is actually being social and creating a social circle for yourself. So it's two different uh, directions. Uh, so when, when in terms of creating a social circle for yourself, I think um, if I just want to summarize it with one sentence, it's just you need to be a giver in Israel. You need to know how to give because it's really hot country, like with hot people. And when you actually show like like and when I actually started to gain some success, I, I started to notice that people who want to get close to me, there is like two ways of people. First, they try to take from you. But sec, but the one who actually was able to get close to me is the people who wanted to give to me. So, and that's why I did from, from the beginning. I always like uh, was a giver. When I came to Tel Aviv and I started to meet successful people, I, I always like wanted, uh, the first question came up to my mind, what can I give to this person? So there is a people who, who will say, oh, so, but you, uh, uh, it's bad, it's bad because you kind of, uh, you, will you will be a pleaser. But no, you, I think it's actually really, really manly and, and um, great thing to do to be kind of pleaser in the beginning because it actually it actually says to another person like I have so I, I have so like much of myself I have no problem to give to you so I think when you are a giver when you when you start to think what can I give to people you will build a successful um, good uh, social circle in Tel Aviv in Israel uh, and because of the country because of like this country was created because of the people started to communicate together. This country will build from people who just mm -hmm. wanted to help each other to build something big. So this yeah. is the mentality here. People are much more open to you, okay? Much Not the girls, but the people in general in social setups, they're much more open to you. They will always want to like to help you and to communicate with you. And that's why they love this, uh, this approach. When you actually want to give them, when you want to help them, and then you create, then it's like a snowball. You're just creating more and more and more, more connections, okay? So this is when in, we're talking about build a social circle. But when we talk about uh, like one-on-one -on -one, uh, dating success with girls, it's actually you just need to kind of, uh, kind of understand the behavior they react to. And they really react to dominant behavior, um, the behavior like muscular behavior, and that's something you will wanna uh, more of, you, you will wanna, learn how to do this in the beginning in order to get success with them because they really like um, screening a lot in israel because they have so many guys they have so many attention like every kind of cute girls has like her inbox in social media <laughs> tons of messages tons of people to a ton of guys who try to reach her so they screening really hard and you actually yes you need to 
you need to be more more um, you need to be more special you need to be more like actually the Tel Aviv girls in Tel Aviv and in central of Israel they really act to style like if you dressed a little bit like different uh, it's a little thing you doesn't supposed to like wear some you know wear some weird hat or something like this no but it's a little thing if you dressed a little bit more uh, special they will react to you much more so you need to kind of find the ways that you will not fall down the screening you will not like uh, they will not think oh he's just one one like she's he's just one another guy he just one one another guy that try to try to uh, grab my, my attention my attention so that's that's the secret you need to be a little bit special for them for me it was easy actually because yeah. for, when I begin to when I started to uh, think how can I be more special how can I get my friends I actually got deep into style so I just wanted to be addressed a little bit differently so my style actually helped me a lot in, when it came, when it comes to first impression I made on girls cool let's break it down one at a time so yeah first off what would be a way for a guy to give to women all right that is not going to put him in a, a frame in which he's you know being weak or manipulative but he's actually doing it because he wants to give yeah so first of all it's always it's that's that's the first thing i tell guys uh, who come to uh, train with me i tell them you need to be absolutely 100 honest with your true agenda okay so you can actually go to a girl and say hey i just want to flirt with you a little bit okay you there is there is no room for apologeticness in israel okay when it comes to talking to girls uh, so you just need to be absolutely like straightforward with your true at uh, with with something with, with your true attention uh, intention because uh, that's how they will react to you much more like they will appreciate you more okay they will appreciate you more because there is a lot of guys in israel who has some issues with their safe self-confidence and then they try to kind of they afraid for example if girls if the girl is extremely cute they will afraid to tell her this they they, they will say oh but uh, everybody will tell her this so I will not tell her this but actually when you do when you do it with confidence she will react because not a lot of guys can do it with confidence in Israel I know in the beginning it seems like oh there's a lot of high confidence guys yes but those high confident guys most likely already know this girl okay? they most likely already know this girl so when you do it to a girl you don't know and you actually go straight forward and you tell what you really mean what you really think she will react to you okay and then of course you need to know how to make it a uh, father you know to lead, how, the, how to, to, to lead the interaction exactly but when we're talking like in israel it's really really important to make good first impression to okay. make a good mainly dominant first impression if so, you so don't do that yeah to give so to give would be to give an honest um direct straightforward compliment or whatever you're thinking on your mind so not hiding you know the girl yeah. will look at it as giving what about being more masculine or being more dominant but not domineering how do you how would a guy you know do that when he's trying to lead the interaction so you always uh, you you've been very dominant like as dominant as you as you want but you always leave a room for a girl to react uh, the way she wants to react so mm -hmm. when it comes to like approach on the street I always tell guys like if a girl goes this direction and you go this direction you don't do this 
you leave her space to to continue to walk if she wants if a girl's uh, sitting or standing uh, you need to at first like wave your hand check her communication status check your temperature and then only if she reacts to you you will speak to her so you always leave a room but you don't do it apologetically so if you want to stop a girl you you you, you need to give her a sign that you want to stop her and you do it unapologetically like, oh i'm sorry i'm sorry no 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 you just hey you know you just you do this with a lot of mainly dominant wife but you always and always leave her a room to leave if she wants to ignore you if she wants okay so that's way you actually dominant but you don't dominant in a, in a bad way you don't dominate in an aggressive way and there is a, a, lot, a common mistake of Israeli guys who actually have this confidence, have this mm. self-esteem, but they dominate in the bad way, okay? They don't leave this room to a girl to actually react how she wants, and then the girls initially, she will reject them, okay? So that's the problem, the opposite problem. There is some guys that have this problem that they are uh, too, too dominant, but they dominate to the position when, like, it's 100% them, zero percent for a girl so the girl will not react to this so they're being dominant and they're giving off this aggression but it's also showing a lack of security it's like insecure vibes and they're not showing any respect or or empathy for her or for you know what she might be going through in the day um and and then the girl has no reason to be attracted to the guy so yeah for sure what other stereotypes do we find in Israel, especially like amongst Israeli men or women? Like you said that Israeli men, the stereotype is they come off really aggressive or overly dominant. What about Israeli women that, you know, the stereotype that they're, they're very difficult. So is it true? Yeah, it's true. Uh, they're screening a lot. They're screening a lot. And uh, you have, uh, like I said, uh, the screening really, really has to, um, it's really good, high pointers of first impression. Like the screening, it's mostly about the first impression. So maybe like, I don't know, but maybe girls in the other countries, they will give you more chances. They will mm-hmm. give you more rooms for a mistake. Okay. But in Israel, there is like almost no room for a mistake. There's like either you will come off as an attractive, manly guy in the beginning, and then she will attract you in the beginning, and then you will continue the conversation, or she will just think that you weird type of guy or not enough confidence guy, and then she will just reject you. And in most cases, she she will regret it afterwards, you know, because I started to coach women as well in the like last two years mm-hmm. and they come to me and they say, and, and the first problem I actually tell them, you're screening too hard. You don't give any changes to a man. And uh, so most of the times they will actually regret it afterwards, but because of the too much of attention they get and too much of a bad attention, like not honest attention, not authentic attention. So they have to screen kind of, you know, so it's like, so that's why that's why it's happening but the the thing is yes so the the, um, the rumors are true actually israeli women are more difficult yes uh, and but but the good news if you know how to make a good uh, first impression it will be no problem for you mm-hmm. what about the um nasikh so nasikh is prince okay yeah. this you know prince paradigm that the you know woman thinks that she's going to find her prince do girls ever come to you and they have these lofty expectations of what they think that they're going to get out of a relationship and you need to 
destroy that and 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 show them that you know that the guys aren't perfect yeah so i think i think it's actually for women and for men is the same because we want this princess as well in, in, okay. in our relationship so the thing is actually to just kind of like put a mirror and say okay so you you are perfect are you are you perfect mm-hmm. no right so why do you want a perfect human being like so it's because you, you you don't complete with yourself you want kind of get this complete some something from outside but Ooh. the truth is the truth is like you're incomplete and you like you 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 are perfect uh, with your imperfections and somebody else is perfect with his imperfections so everything is perfect it's just our wrong uh, uh, wrong uh, uh, wrong way of thinking makes things unperfect but everything is perfect so you don't need to find somebody like who's perfect. You just need to complete with yourself, with your imperfectionist, and then you will find somebody who actually really, really vibes good with you, have a good chemistry with you. You will have attraction to, and then you will build a strong, healthy relationship. And I think actually it's, it's the same for guys and girls because we guys have the same problem. Like we want this princess, this perfect girl for us. So, you know, yeah. That was a great point because, you know, a lot of times it's just a mirror you're seeking something outside that will fulfill you that will make you whole and in reality until you become whole you're never going to find it um and i saw that a lot of times in israel especially that instead of wanting to work on you know themselves it's no i'll just go and i'll find something to fill the void all right and um Another stereotype that I wanted to talk to you about, though, was Israel is a very conservative country, right? It's very religious, okay? But you have a lot of experience, all right, living in Tel Aviv, which we both know is is very different than the rest of the country. You have a lot of experience in the kink and BDSM and, you know, these kind of fun outside-the-box parties. So how did you get into the kink scene in Israel? And maybe you can break down some stereotypes about Israel being a conservative country. Yeah, so there is a, a lot of, uh, there's really like high um, uh, religious community in Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but it's actually mostly concentrated in certain cities, okay? For example, cities like Tel Aviv, it's definitely not like this. Okay, in cities in Tel Aviv, there is a lot of tourists. There is gay pride uh, every year, and there is a lot of BDSM stuff as well happening. So, uh, so the thing is like, there is um, what I like about Tel Aviv mostly and Israel in general. Like everyone will find what he looks for. You know, if you're looking for religion, you will find it a lot here. If you're looking for a fun fun times you will find it a lot and if you're looking for a king's type stuff you will find it as well so for me how i discovered this all this sexual world and sexual communities in israel it mm-hmm. started from actually festivals because i am a self-development addict so when somebody one of my friends said to me oh there is a cool festival you can meet girls you can go to certain um how to say said note in uh, in english lectures lectures but it's not lectures it's like you're sitting in a circle and you 
uh, okay, it's lectures. Seminar, you, seminar, seminar yeah. So you can like have a fun times with girls. You can go to seminars. You can go to some meditation processes. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm totally in. Like, let's go, let's do it. And I was in one festival. It was amazing experience. And it's so bad that we don't have it now because of the coronavirus. But uh, which yeah, festival so it was, was it? It was a Zorba festival in Ashram. Actually, okay. Ashram is you have it around the world as well. You you don't you not you not only have it in Israel, in Israel. And then the second big festival I went to was Midburn, and uh, then I find a kind of people who was involved in this skin community, and there is like one guy that I really wanted to meet because for me I was really really uh, deep on in, into the mission of becoming becoming the uh, the best I can become with women. Mm -hmm. So this guy he was like wow like. He, it, it looks like he's really, really good with women. And I actually sent text him, uh, I actually sent him a message on Facebook and we started to chat and he invited me to a club, to BDSM club. That was my first time I went to a BDSM club. I went there and for me, as a like, um, in the past, really, really introverted guy, but in today, I actually always looked in, in new form, for a new forms to express myself, to, to you know, to be, to, to be in a certain of intention, to be as much expressive as I can for me to discovering this BDSM club was amazing because it is a show, you know? I, I even today, I'm not a hardcore BDSM guy. I actually like a lot, like the regular sex. We sold all this BDSM stuff around. I never had a BDSM relationship. Like I never had some submissive uh, relationship or something like this, but for me, it was more for a show. Everyone uh, dressed with leather jackets, and uh, girls actually with the stickers and uh, and strings and high boots and uh, I was like in a porn movie, you know, it was amazing <laughs> for me. So so for me to discover a world like this and when it first time I actually you know because I was like first years of my uh, self development uh, in a dating world, I actually knew only the world of cold approach pickup. Mm -hmm. So in cold approach pickup, you actually can gain some really really bad limiting beliefs, okay. And uh, like what? Actually, Drop some limiting beliefs from the. the no, like you need to convince girl to have sex. You need to kind of uh, build it step by step because girls afraid of having sex or mm -hmm. girls afraid of word sex. So yeah, like you can't be open about your intentions. Yeah, yeah. So for me, discover in this club that the girl actually like actually more horny than guys, and actually like some girl grabbed me and kissed me and and all this kind of stuff. Mm. It was like, uh, I, I was uh, really like, I, I was getting this uh, culture shock, you know, I was getting this yeah. thing like, like it's really, really a, a one-time experience when from one night, your limiting beliefs, something in your head actually can change forever, you know? It was really like a brain brainstorming experience for me. So of course I, I, I went to this club many, many more times. And because I was having such a good time there, uh, and uh, I was a really good guy with good vibes, with good intentions. I was able to build a good social circle in this club. And then I started to perform in this club as well. And uh, so that's how I discovered this world for me. And uh, yeah, so, so, and actually when you discover a, one place, you discover another place, another place, and then you understand they have like this kind of community in Jerusalem as well, and in Haifa as well, in other cities. And it's actually a really, really cool world of cool people, open-minded people. Of course, everything has its uh, pros and cons. 
and uh, but uh, but if you are a positive person you will attract only the positive and you will deflect all the negative so for me it was a really really fun time and yeah so you can find really really like everything you want to find in israel so that's what i like about this country when you meet a girl who doesn't know so much about the kink and bdsm um community what usually happens okay do, do they ever you know get really intrigued or how would you you know bring that up all right if you're a guy that is open-minded to you know the stuff that you were talking about and you wanted to tell your your girlfriend or the girl that you were dating about this how would you bring it up with them so initially um we will just have a good, we will just have a good sex and then uh, i will try certain certain things i will try certain things in bed i will see how she reacts to it and then initially she will ask me about it like oh i really like this thing you tried like what is can you tell me more about this and and then and then actually we can we can talk more about this and actually for me it's really easy because i always was really open about what i'm doing in my lifestyle and i posted certain things in social media and the girls they're stalkers so if she <laughs> so if she will if she if she dates me she will actually go to the social media and see all my pictures from all the years so you know on instagram and facebook so she will already know who i am so if she if she will be curious about it she will just talk to me about it so initially with me like girls actually bringing this up and if it's a girl that i don't know or i don't or i'm not planning to build a relationship with her if i want to try something kinky i will try a little bit of it you know while while we having sex i will see how she reacts and actually if she doesn't react well for me it's it's good i really enjoys i i'm enjoying all forms of sex so i don't have to it to be kinky in order to enjoy so for me it's it's good amazing and do you have experience with tantra yes yes from the festivals mostly from the festivals yeah so what is tantra to you and how have you incorporated that in your life so for me tantra is feeling uh, like feeling this there is a lot of deep energetic feelings you can get from having sex from be from having uh, intimacy with a girl okay so for me it's actually how deep you can go with almost for example no movement or no touching where like it's having more out of the less so because you know and i think tantra it's amazing for our world because in our world we want to have more 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 and we and when we look for a, for a porn sex for example it's like a lot of pumping a lot of uh, a lot of positions uh, sometimes it's a lot of people involved in this and in tantra you've learned the exact opposite you don't need to switch positions every 5 minutes you don't need to pumping so hard in order to enjoy you don't need uh, some extra toys in order to enjoy sometimes you can just put your hand on the on the girl and from the energy if you just feeling the energy you will enjoy much more and for me experiencing this it's a really good contrast comparing to all the other stuff i, I experience for example like bdsm when it's like more pain more accessories more people involved and everything like this or from from pickup when it's like more like you pulled one girl okay no it's not enough the night is not over yet <laughs> come back to a club pull other girl you know on all this uh, kind of stuff so for me it was a good healthy contrast and i really like to experience this and this something uh, i didn't find like any girl to say no to 
if I want, okay, now I want us to just mm. feel each other a little bit. Now I want it, now I want us to like kiss longer. Now I want to uh, like when I already inside, now I'm doing really slow and every girl just really, really loved it. Uh, and it actually shows how a lot of people, men and women lack, lacks this kind of, this kind of feelings in their life, in their sex life. And those tantra, it's really, really amazing thing, especially for the, for the times we, we're living in, when it's everything supposed to be fast, fast and more and fast. So for me, it's amazing. All right, guys, take note. So that was really important what Yaroslav just said, that the kink in BDSM kind of, uh, you know, acquired taste. Some people like it, some people don't. Um, the pickup, we all know that people have, you know, their various views on, on pickup in, in 2020. But Tantra, okay, having a more spiritual, you know, heart approach towards, you know, relation um, and, and connection and escalation and sex in the bedroom kind of generally accepted everyone is really enjoying yeah. it and it's getting deeper and deeper no pun intended <laughs> yeah for sure and because and there's one other thing about it is tantra it's about respect because you need to for in tantra you really like into this asking you know if you want to kiss you can ask a girl you want to do this you want to, and the girl can ask you and for a lot of people and for me as well i actually remember in one in one seminar i started to um to like disagreement with one of the teachers because he said you need to ask and like no but it's a turning off i can't like what if i will ask a girl about something and then she will ask me like what, what is this is it sex or it's a political debate like what, what is this and he said no 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 no. you just need to try it and then like the same night i i went with certain girl i i met at this festival and then we see it in the um, like in in the desert and then she said to me and i i started to tell her the story and she said to me okay so now let's uh, do it like this in a certain point of our conversation i will ask you if you want to kiss and you will you need to answer me like uh, if you want it or not and then we will kiss and then you will tell me if it actually was turning on or turning off and then it was like a breakthrough moment for me because it actually was really good and I really like that she asked me. And it's, you know what the most amazing thing about this? What? It turns the pressure of both of you. You know, when should I kiss? Or where, or can I, for, for example, in sex, I wanna like spank her or I wanna do something else. And should I do it, should I not do it? Oh, I can just ask, you know? And that is like some, a lot of, so that's why I think Tantra is so uh, acceptable uh, to, like everybody because it's mm. about respect it's about respecting uh, the limits uh boundaries and uh, and then you have a safe space to actually expand the boundaries as well so when you started to respect the boundaries you can ex expand them okay because you feel safe and then it's actually connecting to bdsm world as well because bdsm it's it's about respecting boundaries as well but in a different way so there is like I said, pros and cons and everything. But when you're focusing on the positive, you can find very, really similar stuff in everything as well. Well, we just really went against the grain because I think in some circles, they will promote, you know, guys doing things without seeking approval of women. And you're basically saying that, wait, 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 if you come to an agreement and you're more open with the communication, which you've been saying since the beginning of the interview, that the girl is going to many times reciprocate and it's going to open it up to new heights, to new experiences yeah. where you could possibly lead it to a, a kink or 
or BDSM relationship, for example. Now, what's mm -hmm. it been like in 2020 with the pandemic? All right, how, how has that been for you? Because I know Israel was pretty badly hit the second wave. I actually mm -hmm. left around that time. And, um, and yeah, how's it been in terms of meeting women and, and helping guys to meet women this year? Yeah, so personally for me, uh, I can actually call this time that I got back to my roots because in, in general, I'm really introverted person. And for me, there is no problem at all to be all day in my room. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good times for me. It's a good times for me. In terms of dating, in terms of help other guys to date women, actually, there is a social media. There is a, uh, there is a dating apps. So that's it's something that a lot of guys started to focus in. To focus in for me it's it's great because i'm a photographer i'm a male photographer as well and for me i just uh, get get a lot of a lot of uh, work because of this and uh, and in terms of dating so now i'm still actually coaching guys outside we're wearing these stupid masks and we go with two girls and then when we when we approach girls we actually like putting the mask down like in order to her to see our, our smile because it's really important and and then we just continue to talk so it's not and and actually there's a really good interesting thing i actually noticed a lot of hot girls they don't have the nightlife now so in nightlife they used to receive a lot of validation now they don't have that. So now when a guy approach her in the street, they actually, in general, we react uh, better to him because uh, now she doesn't have all this validation. So for her to get this validation, it's actually really important. So a lot of girls actually react really, really positive on this when a, girl, when a guy approaches and everything. So the only thing I need to take care of is to see where is the inspectors that they give fines for not wearing a mask. And I need to see them, to watch them, because me or my student will not get fined for, uh, for, for not wearing a mask properly, you know? That's the only worry of mine. Yeah, it's crazy. They were really strict there. I remember, um, and now here in Hungary, it's a little bit of a different situation. I know, depending on where you are in the world, um, it could be a, a different situation for you as well. But the one takeaway is that a lot of people aren't getting that validation from going out with their friends, going out to the club. So if you do start a conversation with someone, whether it's in person or online, and they feel a connection, all right, then they're going to be more likely to reciprocate. They're going to be more likely to give you a chance and for you to lead the interaction, especially if you're open and honest with your intentions. All right, cool. So right now, you told me that um, you're actually interested in doing some rapping in yeah. the next few years in your life. What's that about? What kind of rapping do you want to do? Yeah, so basically, I, like I said, I am really looking always for ways to express myself. And I always uh, got, uh, like, I always got interesting in, in music, in, in rapping. It's something really interesting to me. But you know what? I always thought to myself, okay, like, I have no good, no good, uh, like, musical, uh, musical hearing, like, nothing. Uh, I don't have a good voice. Like, what, like, is, is it really for me? Like, why, why should I ever want to do this, you know? And, and then, you know, there's like one thought in my mind that, okay, why not? Like, if I imagining myself doing some cool rap song, 
and it's actually imagining this gets me pumped up gets me gets me inspired so why shouldn't i try it why shouldn't i try it you know so for me i definitely want to do this what really excites me about it is uh, first of all like uh, it's combining of a lot of things it's providing a message it's a lot of actually videography because i'm I'm not about the music. I'm not about. I, I'm not want to become like this great singer with uh, high vocal, uh, high vocal uh, abilities. No, 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 no. For me, it's about shooting a cool, simple like track, and then shooting a cool uh, video, video with this, combining this, and just to send it to the world. So that's something I want to do, and I already like building a plan to this. Okay, I want, uh, for, for, for example, I realized that today with this kind of technology we have today, you don't need to be a good singer. You can actually, like, just like you're editing your photos, you can editing your voice, you can edit your voice. And for me, I like it, you know, for me, I don't want to be a good singer. I'm okay with just edit my voice. For me, what's important, you need to sound good in the end, the, the end result. And I will enjoy the process as well, because for me, it's even like, I like it. For example, when I do a photography, for me, it's really impressive when I can take unattractive guy and I can photoshoot him, edit him, and then he's attractive. So I want to do the same with my voice. I have like, maybe I have a bad voice for singing, but then I will record it, edit it, and I will produce it outside and then it will sound good. For me, it's amazing. It's kind of to cheat the system, you know? Uh, so that's what I want to do. I want to um, know, I want to learn now the editing software. Like uh, for, I, I think I will start with FL Studio because it's the most popular one. It's actually not too difficult. Uh, so I, I will start with this. I already bought uh, this one, okay, for, for a beginning. I need to add a little filter here. And this really simple one, you know, just connect it to your laptop, to your iPhone. And for the beginning, it will be good enough for me. And then I will just practice. I will just practice, 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 and practice. And eventually, well, I will satisfied when I will be satisfied with what I'm hearing, with, with what I'm hearing in the end result. I want to just uh, record some track, shoot some cool video, and just see what happens. You know, that's it. Do you have any rap that you know off top of your head? Or if I put you on the spot, would you be able to, to drop a beat right now? So right now, no, right now, no, because uh, I don't really know some songs or something because I'm really, I'm really interesting to create songs. But like I said, who who's now, inspired you in the in the music industry? Let's put it that way. OK, so I think like from the English, from from the American music, music stars, I, of course, it's Eminem. Mm -hmm. And to, to be honest, like, except of Eminem, I don't, Eminem and 50 Cent, I like his voice, you know, he's really like, I like this. Uh, but, and, and from Russian rap uh, industry, guys, I, I, I have a couple of names as well. Drop them. Uh, Some guys uh, on here will be from all, Russia or Ukraine. Yeah, so first of all, it's uh, Oxymiron. I really like how he's rapping. And the second one, not because of exactly like his song, but the way he actually made his career, it's Morgenstern. So he actually has my last name. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but this guy, it's really amazing. Like for a year and a half from being pretty much nobody, he actually now like most paid uh, music uh, artist in Russia. And there is like some Israeli stars that actually do a TikTok uh, videos with his songs. It's, it's pretty amazing. And uh, he doesn't know how to think. He doesn't know how to rap as well. He just he has this good cooperation with his... Uh, He's a mix manager, I don't know how to say it, like um, 
music creator, music producer, and he actually edited his voice and they, in the end, it sounds really, really cool. So that's kind of something I want to do um, with adding a little bit of good, positive message in my songs. So that's, that's something I want to I wanna do. Yarek, I think you're onto something here. I think your music career has to start on TikTok, okay, with some 15, 30-second raps. Um, maybe, maybe. Feel-good vibes. You could rap in English, Hebrew, or Russian. You're multi-talented, and uh, we would love to see that out of you. All right, final question that I ask most of the guys that come on the podcast. How do you want your business life and also your dating life to evolve over the next 12 months? Okay, so in terms of my business life, I really want to just continue to do what I do. And I have a few ideas. For example, I want to uh, launch some digital products and see how it goes. I want to get into paid marketing. It's something I want to do for a lot of time and I always like postpone it. And now like in, in this 12 months period, I definitely want to run, launch some campaigns to see what profit I, 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 I'm able to get with it. And there is a new business direction I want to uh, try myself in. It's actually shooting uh, media content for uh, business owners. So not only for guys who want to success with girls, but for media owners, shooting photos for them, shooting videos, videos for them, maybe write posts for them. So that's something I would like to uh, see myself involving in this direction too. When it comes to my uh, dating life, so now I have a goal uh, when we actually trying things out. Uh, and if it works with her, I want to just continue to my, 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 my journey with her. And if it's not, I will be, you know, single and uh, just having as much fun as I can. Um, and uh, yeah, in, in Israel, in Tel Aviv, there is a lot, of, a lot of opportunities, a lot of possibilities for this. So everything is open uh, in this uh, direction. So, but I really want to see what happens with this girl I'm now because it's interesting, interesting, deep, uh, emotional interesting stuff we experience it with this girl yeah amazing i can't wait to hear how it all goes for you and as you said the world is your oyster everything is opening up and you're young yeah. and you've got possibly a rap career you've got <laughs> your your dating career right now um and it's going to be really super awesome to see what happens with my man yarek so thank you so much for coming on the podcast how do they find you by the way where's the okay. best place so the best place is actually the most, I, I'm the most active now on my personal profile on Facebook, uh, Yaroslav Morgenstern. And you can find me on Instagram as well, Yarik, uh, this long line, uh, and then me, Yarik, long line, me. You can find me there. That's, that's pretty much it for now. All right, beautiful. You guys know the deal. If you liked this podcast, drop a like, comment, share it with a friend. All right, tell people about Yarik. Um, if you want to come join my community, Dave Gold Evolve on Facebook, if you're a high integrity man, you're welcome to join and we will see you all in the next episode. Much love. Great. Peace. Thank you, David. It was really nice to talk to you. You're welcome. See you guys soon. Yeah.